Hey everyone, welcome to the Tanami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Gometto, and with me tonight is... As always, Paul Pascrillo, the man, the myth, the legend. And uh, we are doing a podcast. Yay. We always do, every single week. And uh, I think I got a little announcement, don't I, Jose? I guess you do, I don't know. Announce it. See I mean, if I, I care. You, I don't care? Well, fine. Then I said see if I care. Do I'm you t- care? Come on, come on, bring it. How, how big is this announcement? Oh, it, it's big. Oh, do it. Because you came up with the idea, but I mean, if you don't want me to give you credit for it. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get credit you for shit. Credit for every- oh, you, take credit for- <laughs> you take credit for everything I do anyway. So I've already cursed twice on the podcast. I'm doing terrible. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm doing yes, terrible. Yes, you are. Uh, all right. But anyway, let's get to the announcement. Um, so I teased this last week. Um, basically, I'm just going to give you guys a brief summary of why, of how this came to be. Uh, Jose, you had mentioned to me that we should try to get into some of these uh, anime cons out there. Uh, anime slash sci-fi cons, because, you know, they're all mixed in, so to speak. Um, which got me to think... What are you talking about? Comic-Con is only about comic books. <laughs> well, why are there wrestlers there? Why are there? Why is there anime? Why is there TV shows? Why is there movies? Nobody knows. <laughs> See? But anyways, getting back to topic. Um, so... What that got me to do was search around, see if there was something of my way uh, around Rochester, New York, where there was like a convention. And I just went, you know what, I'm just going to type in Rochester anime anime convention, and all of a sudden, it comes up. Um, in Rochester, they have, and it started last year, it's called RockCon. Uh, it's an anime sci-fi convention that they're doing, that they're trying to do every single year. So... Last week, I, after the last podcast, I finalized everything, and we are officially part of RockCon. Um, Woo! Rock- <laughs> RockCon! We're gonna try- <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to try to get Jose up in here. Sorry. To New York, but <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, but- I'm, I'm in Orlando, for those of you that don't know. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near Paul. Nope, Sorry. <laughs> Even though I miss you, Jose. We've but never anyways. met in person. How can you miss me? <laughs> <laughs> I miss your voice. You creepy person. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, just to give you some details, and we'll go into this as we get closer to the convention. But um, it takes place on September 21st to the 23rd. Uh, it's at the Main Street Armory on Main Street in uh, the city of Rochester. Um, for those of you that live in Rochester, New York, or even if you live in Buffalo or Syracuse. Or New York. You know, well, you know, Western New York, I guess, is the best the best thing to say. Um, come out and see me. You know, we're gonna be there. Uh, we're gonna. I, I want you to come up, say hi. You know, say thank you. Whatever you want to do. You know, if you just want to come, like that one girl at that convention that you went to, Jose came up and went, "Hi, oh my God, you're from TsunamiFable.com," and ran away. <laughs> no, she. Wow, that was actually too eloquent. She literally came up to me, said TsunamiFable.com, ran away. <laughs> you gave her too much credit, sir. Well, I'm sorry. I, I tried to I tried to make it better, I guess. I don't know. How dare you? You gave her way too much credit. <laughs> but anyway, so uh I Actually come to- say hi. Don't don't be don't be creepy. Yeah, please don't be creepy. Just come down and say hi. You know, I'm willing to answer any questions you want. You want to take a picture with me, that's you know, I'm I'm open to anything and you know we may have some things for sale. I'm not gonna say anything, but maybe we'll have something for sale there. And if you guys really want me to come up super badly, 
uh, donate to the podcast. Donate to buy a shirt, all that good stuff. Send us money. Click yep. click ads. Click ads That's, all the time. Which also on the main tsunamifaithful.com, the main page of tsunamifaithful.com, there's a, a thing there for Hulu. If you guys don't have Hulu Premium, you know, and you want like a week's, just a week's trial of the premium edition, go sign up. You take it for a week. You cancel it after, cancel it just before the week's up. That supports us. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah, guys. The more money we get, the more cool stuff we can do, and um, that'll that'll be a running theme throughout the show, as you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is a running theme, but um, you will talk about this more as we get closer to the convention. Like I said, I just wanted to make that announcement to you guys. So those of you that are in the Rochester area, you know, come out and see us. Um, hopefully, Jose will be with us. You know, if not, I'm I'll a- be there in spirit. <laughs> yes, well, we're gonna. I, I plan on having him do something just. You know, for the the because we're going to be on a podcast panel, I think is what we uh, we're supposed to be doing there as well. Um, I'll have Jose part of it as well in some way. So you want to come out and check that out because you know, hey, if he doesn't show up, then it's going to be awesome. But if he does show up, it's going to be even more awesome. So yeah, I'm awesome. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, I think we have a guest, don't we? Oh yeah, we forgot to mention him. Do do we even want to mention him? Who cares? <laughs> well, I'll let Three. you have- Sorry. <laughs> Please introduce yourself, sir. Hello, my name is Daniel Sherlock, and I am the webmaster of TanamiFable.com. Hey, we said we were, you were going to be on the show last week, and you're here. Ooh. I know, I'm here. Who the thunk? Oh, my God. Holy snap. I don't know what's wrong with us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with us tonight. We're all excitable. Yes, we are. Yeah, people will find that out later, won't they? Yeah, we'll, yes, they will. They'll find out why. Um, Jeez. but uh, sorry, no, no more teasing. Uh, tell us, <laughs> tell us, um, tell us what you do for the podcast, man, and uh, what you do overall for Tanami Faithful is your big part. Well, um, uh, the first website I um was hand hand uh developed. Um, the new one that's up is um using VBulletin, which is a lot more uh community based so it's going to be sweet to use that one um we have a new website launching with the our tanami podcasts at podcast.tanamifaithful.com uh you guys can check that out and yeah and there's ads and there's ads and you guys can uh, click the donate uh support us in ads uh it's just dedicated to the podcast you can access questions email us directly no problems um Nice website. You guys gonna love it. Yeah, he's been he's been a great help to us. Um, yes, we, he has. We've uh, I've, I've, we've been meaning to get him on the show sooner, but we just couldn't do it. Yeah, no. it's all right though. Sorry, Richie was more important than you. Sorry, that's all right. And Darrell, and Darrell, and and the first episode where we had no guests. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That was the experiment. That was the experiment. So it's all right. You know, I'm, I'm not. And that apparently, that. the experiment worked. Yeah. Um, Which, by yeah. the way, don't we don't we have some news about the podcast? Thank you, guys. We made it into the top uh, 150 uh, overall, and we were we were number one in TV and film for like the whole almost the whole week. Um, we've gone down as of late, but we expect the ratings to go back up once we post a new episode. But um, thank you, uh, thank you all so much for real. We've been a breakout success. Um, Thank you all for for sending us good feedback and negative feedback if you have any of that, because uh, no it because it, it helps. You know, even if it is negative, it does help. 
and um, I don't hate Casher and Sins. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the morning Sorry. was it the morning after I, we would see a tweet from Do, somebody saying, "Are you the guy? Are you the guy who hates Casher and Sins?" Yes, that's me. <laughs> yeah, I hate. I don't hate Casher and Sins. I think it was S S M F. Yes, S M F. Whatever that dude. Oh my God, it was yes. hilarious. What did I tweet last night? To you, I put up. Oh, and and Jose has the quote of the night. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was. Uh, yeah, we always have a lot of fun. Um, but really, and I don't hate back, Cash and Sins. And you went back to doing color commentary last night, which was awesome. Yes, I was back for live tweeting. I was back, um, which is a lot of fun because I usually get followers that way just by you know doing uh, doing smart ass remarks about tsunami and uh, <laughs> hating on bleach. Um. I didn't get as many retweets as I thought I would. I thought it was being clever, but apparently it wasn't. I got more than you did. Na, 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 na. Your name is Tsunami News and you have a thousand followers. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what, what, what can I say? Yeah. It's all right. But um, speaking of the podcast, I do also have to put out there, and some of you have already seen on Tsunami News on Twitter, that uh, we have our own Facebook page. Yay. Uh, it's facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Uh, basically, that's going to be a place for us just to, for me and Jose to basically just put whatever we want on there about the podcast. If we want to tease something, if Jose just wants to go on a rant, whatever, we'll let him do that. I usually do that on Twitter. <laughs> yes, I know. I noticed. <laughs> so, I mean, don't be surprised if you see him doing stuff and don't be surprised if you see me putting some teases up there and also the schedule which should be up to date of who we're going to be having on in the next few podcasts is up there as well so uh go to facebook.com slash tsunami faithful podcast and like the page and that also tells us that you like our podcast too so please do that and be sure to send us feedback through all these different avenues we, we do look at as much as we can we've gotten a lot um and i do try to respond to everything whether it be on the podcast or off um, and I don't hate Cash and Sins. <laughs> I don't hate yeah, Cash and Sins. But you do like Ghost in the Shell, which leads us into I our next love like Ghost in the Shell. Guy. <laughs> What's that? Is this going to be like some family guy, and I don't hate Cash and Sins? <laughs> Instead of, um, I, if you get the reference, I'm sure Paul does. I do get the reference. I'm getting but anyways. <laughs> but anyway. So, uh, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, what, did, what did we notice last night, Jose? Um, someone fell asleep at the wheel over there at Turner. Uh, I don't know if they fell asleep. I'm not sure they fell asleep there, buddy. I'm pretty sure they did. Nobody they, checked they, they the tape. They listened to our podcast. That's what they did. They listened to our podcast last week, and they were like, you know what, Paul? You're right. We're going to put in Ghost in the Shell. Did you notice that awkward silence that we put there? Like, oh, he said <laughs> Which is sad, because we're going to bleep it anyways. Yeah, I know, but that'll make it even more funnier. <laughs> and wait a minute, wait a minute, is that three? No, he said it. He said it. Uh, Bato, Richard Epcar. I oh, shit, I forgot to keep count. Well, we're on like six now, I think. Um, <laughs> so stop using them. Really. That's seven. There. <laughs> um. Anyways, we um we heard Bato, who's played by Richard Epcar, who's a great voice actor, and I can't wait to meet him. He said um he said shit twice on uh, Ghost in the Shell last night, which is weird because the week before he also said. Shit and that got bleeped and i guess i i literally think someone fell asleep at the wheel over at turner like they forgot to check the tape Dude, you're listening to our podcast 
I'm not listening to our podcast. I'm recording our podcast. I can't do both <laughs> at the same time. Well, I'm just saying they probably. Hey, so you had said that somebody was probably listening to our podcast, or I think actually Daniel, you may have said it to me before, but um, I I think I really do think that they do listen to us, and maybe they put it out there to see what would happen. I know. I'm, I'm I sure nothing. Well, it, it could be one of the many uh, complaints that they've been getting on their um, forms as well. So. I think I literally think sure. it was just a glitch, guys. I mean, we've had glitches before where, you know, um, Cowboy Bebop, I think they censored accidentally one of the uh, gunshots and gunshot noises in Mushroom Samba. And it was just an audio glitch. I'm pretty sure it's just a glitch. I don't think, you know, Adult Swim is suddenly going to allow shit on their network. Yeah, but if, okay, once... I can I I agree with you. Twice though, uh, it just seems to me that nobody checked the tape. It could be, and especially since not, it I'm is a rerun. Especially since saying, it is a rerun, they probably just put in the wrong tape. Anyways, they might have just put the uncut tape instead well, of the edit. I'm not going to disagree with you, Jose. But at the same time, once fine, twice, I don't know. I I can't. I I don't buy that. Sorry. I don't really buy it. Plus, it was at two. What was it? Two thirty, two o'clock in the morning. It was. Um, I'm trying to think of the schedule. Yeah, I think but, it's yeah, two it's two o'clock in the morning. So I mean, I, I you know. Did they it, do it again on the repeat? Because I didn't watch. I didn't watch the repeat. No. No. All right. I'm mm-hmm. sure they did. If they didn't. Um, I wonder if it aired on the West Coast. It could have. That mm. would be a good question. I'd be West Coasters. Let us know if that uh if it if Ghost in the Shell said twice. Yes, Ch- please. Check your recordings. Yes. Damn, you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, blurting out a lot of swear words tonight. Eh, whatever. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get into the news because we got a real good topic coming up. So, uh, from Facebook and Twitter, here is Toonami News. Um, this week we found out that there will be a new Dragon Ball Z movie. Woo! And. Yeah. Uh, Jose, you want to you explain that a little bit for us? Oh, sure. I will go ahead and uh, take that for you guys. We, um, they have just announced Toei. Uh, we're, we're getting our source from Anime News Network, so you know it's reliable. Um, Toei has announced that they are, in fact, doing a new animated Dragon Ball Z movie. And here's the cool thing. Uh, we don't know what it's really about yet, as far as I can tell. Um, the cool thing is... Akira Toriyama is who is the creator of Dragon Ball Z. In case you didn't know, um, he, he wrote the manga and he designed all the characters, even for the movies. And, and he worked. He, he worked. He didn't work on the anime like super directly, but he did work on it technically. Um, he is now like he is now really involved in this one. He's really involved. He's really involved in writing the screenplay for the movie. Um, and according to a lot of people. This is the most involved he's ever been with the anime, which is great because I love the manga. I actually think the manga is better than the anime. It's much better paced. Um, and that could mean more stuff, too. That could mean more stuff. It could mean, like, you know. And I'm happy and that it's, it's not Kai where they just take Z and <laughs> cut out stuff. They, it's, oh, God, this is new animation. This is new animation, guys. Yes, this it is. This is Dragon Ball Z digital. Like, we haven't had new animation since last year um <laughs> we're like talking like oh it's never happened oh they did it last year um with uh bardock episode of bardock yep and uh two years before that with um uh plan to eradicate the super signs and a year before that with um you what know son goku and his friends return what was the episode with bardock episode of bardock it was um it was a sequel to uh bardock the father of goku 
Well, right. it's a, more of a prequel, I would say. No, it was a well, all right, time travel, but yeah, well, it was more of. A, oh, is that I is guess... that the one that I that I've seen on the internet where he's like the legendary Super Saiyan? I actually own that... it on DVD. <laughs> You're gonna have to send that to me. Jose. I imported it from Japan. <laughs> You're going to have to send it to me. Um. Well. Yes. It's my same. only copy. Yeah. Well, then you need to record it, and you need to send us copies. All right. (laughs) (laughs) And then you need to break those copies, because that's piracy. Yes. We're not supporting piracy. (laughs) No, I'm I'm actually probably not even going to send it to you guys. (laughs) I know that, but anyways. Um, So let's go into our next topic, our next news. Uh, We're not uh, I mean, just staying quickly on DBZ. This is huge, guys. Um because this probably would would air on Toonami. I like you remember how last week I was like don't air DBZ on Toonami. This air this on Toonami. Now, what did I say to you last week? If something if some new movie came out that was DBZ put it on Toonami, Exactly. Right? Put this on Toonami. I mean, Funimation, we know they're going to get the rights. They have to get the rights. This oh, yeah, no yeah, way they're, they're gonna not the going to get the rights. And you um, already know, you already know Adult Swim's going uh, Funimation, we want rights to that. <laughs> I mean, t- right now the movie's still in pre-production. Nobody has the rights to it. It could, right? You know, I'm pretty sure Funimation is not going to pass it up, and they're going to get it as soon as they can. But um, unfortunately, DBZ has always been one of those slow series for Funimation. It's just been one where they can't get it out very fast, and it's not to their fault. It's it's usually Toei's fault. But um, we'll of course we'll see it uh soon. Oh yes, we will. Yes, we will. Along with Sailor Moon. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. The 2013 let's, series. Let's put that in there. Yes. Let's put that out there as well because I didn't. I haven't really put that out as a new subject, but um, there's going to be a new Sailor Moon series. Yes, it would. It would be great. Um, I think. I think it's great that they're they're making a new one. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't follow Sailor Moon super well. Um, uh, I hope it follows the manga. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're just like, um, yeah. No. I don't. I, I, it was, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I never watched Sailor Moon. I did watch it when I was much younger. Um, yeah, I, so but I didn't. I, I didn't watch it on Toonami. That's the thing. I didn't watch Sailor Moon when it was on Toonami. I watched it when it was on uh, USA Network and 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 syndication. I didn't watch it when it was on Toonami, which was very strange. I did watch yeah. it when it was on Toonami, and, and I actually, I, I really got into the the show, which was you know. I, you know, I, think I, I was really surprised about. It. It's a great show. I mean, I have a I have one of the movies around here somewhere. Um, and in the vast collection of Jose's. Yes, in the vast collection of DVDs and shiny discs, Blu-rays and stuff. Um, Ooh, shiny discs. Oh, love them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I love yes. obsolete technology. <laughs> so this is this is getting this. Oh, wow, this anime is getting really exciting out there, guys. So. You know, stay tuned because don't be surprised if it shows up in the next year or two on Toonami. I give it three years. Yeah, I give it three years, but you know, they may be somebody might be going. They're um, they're really protective of Sailor Moon <laughs> over there. They really are. Like it, I I feel like Funimation has been trying to get the rights to the original Sailor Moon forever, and they're still struggling. Yeah, but yeah. um, hopefully soon. Hopefully, hopefully very soon. soon. Hopefully soon. All right, so. The next thing in the news is the other day, all of a sudden, now we have three countries that want to bring back Toonami. Not just the UK, not just Canada, but now we have Australia. Um, there is an Adult Swim Australia. Um, I believe the on Twitter it is Adult Swim AU in capital letters. 
Um, hey, if you. you guys. Hey, you, hey. <laughs> All right, that was a stupid pun. Sorry. <laughs> yes, it was. But, um, so I'm going to direct this to you guys out there in uh, Australia. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for listening to the podcast. But uh, here's my advice. If you want Tsunami back, you need to start pushing. You know, same thing with Canada. I know that I don't even have to say this to the UK because there's a lot of you out there in the in the UK and thank you for listening to us because I've seen there's even though it's not like a huge portion you are one of the big portions outside of the US that listens to our podcast so thank you shout out to paradox <laughs> shout out to paradox yes yes um, indeed i don't know the numbers i'm sorry paradox paradox something 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 yes <laughs> <laughs> he's going to kill me anyways um <laughs> he's not going to kill um, us we just shouted him out on the podcast True, really. true. But um, for those of you in Canada and those of you in Australia, if you want it, you need to start pushing for it. Especially, you know, I don't want to keep going back to Canada, but you guys got to push. Okay, you got to go to Adult Swim on Facebook. You got to go to Adult Swim on Twitter, the Canada version. Adult Swim, C-A-N, both Facebook and Twitter. You need to start hitting them if you want Toonami back. I've seen a couple of you do it. I've seen you guys you know, saying, hey, are you guys going to get Toonami on there? And that's great, but I need to see more of you doing it. And be nice about it. I mean, nice. uh, I'm probably going to get hated by the international community, but here goes. I feel like it's still not going to happen for you guys. I wouldn't get your hopes up super high. I'm not saying don't try. Never know. You know, the worst thing that can happen is they say no. Um, but, you know, I feel like it took a lot of effort to even get it back on here in the United States. Yeah. Yes. And, and repeating that was going to be very difficult compared to compared to what we were able to do here um and you know i'll be honest like with the exception of the uk i i don't see much support for canada or the au um sorry i don't i don't see the 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 widespread support i mean and also it's it enemy's tricky in uh in a lot of the other places right because not the same people own everything um but uh you know, I, I wish you all the best, but I'm just going to go ahead and say don't get your hopes up super high. What do you think, Daniel? Well, you know, I agree with him. You know, it's it's not something that's – I don't see a lot of people posting about it. And right now it's kind of like if you guys really want it, then start making up a trend or something. If you guys really want it, they'll pay attention to it. Other, Hashtag bring Tsunami to the UK. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> well, first we have to get them a channel for Adult Swim, but then yeah. Yeah, I mean it's like I feel really bad for the UK because they really want it. I mean, I mean th think about this, Jose. Think about this, Dan. I mean, you had a tsunami channel and they just yanked it away from you. That's just that's uh, oh my god, I would kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, UK had a tsunami channel. We never had that here no. over in the US. We never oh had that. God, I was so uh, pissed when I heard that. Occasionally, you know, we would get full cycles where Toonami would take over the whole network, but we never got a whole network to ourselves, ever. No, mm. not at all. But and I don't think they were wanting to take that chance over there again. Well, yeah, I, see, I, see, okay, let me, let, me, let me explain the law so everybody knows out there, and I'll explain it to you guys. Basically, the law is set up, and this is from Adult Swim UK. This is straight from them, what they told me. And I quote, the reason why they cannot they first of all they only play they only air once in a week 
I don't know if you guys knew that. Once. No. That's how bad it is. They only air once in the UK. A week. Two, they're not even on Cartoon Network. Because of the laws over there, they can't be on a, a kid's network. Now, if they got an Adult Swim UK network, then they could do whatever they wanted on there because it would be, you know, specified for adults. That's how bad the censorship is over there. I mean, some people complain a little bit about the censorship here. Um, go to the UK and then come back and try to complain about the, the censorship in America. Nothing compares to the censorship they have. And these people over there in the UK really want it bad. So I'm going to direct this right now at Adult Swim UK. I understand you guys are just, you know, you're just monkeys, so to speak, like Steve puts out there. I'm just a voice monkey. I understand you guys are just monkeys, you know, and you only get one day a week on, I think it's TM, TCM2, once a week. We need you guys. There's fans out there that keep tweeting me at Toonami News saying that they want it in the UK. Listen to them. Start pushing for a channel. Start getting something going. Because people really want it over there. And maybe... It, and I don't think they, they do, though. Like, they gave it... Like, last time when they gave it a dedicated channel, they took a lot of risk for that. And, and to be quite honest, I think the only way they could pull it off is to partner up with uh, Manga UK, uh, which is basically manga. Uh, well, they have to do something, because I mean... Because they're, they're the only ones who distribute anime. They're, they're the right. only game in town. But, you know, they got, they got to partner with somebody first to at least get Adult Swim more than once a week. You know what I mean? That's, that's just the, the bad part. That's just the worst thing of the whole of the whole situation you know they need to get they need to get something you know what i mean they need to get something so it's on every single day before they even get to tsunami because you know adult swim if people really like adult swim in the uk and they want it every single day they gotta they gotta do that step first you know what i mean yeah so and and like i said i feel really bad for you guys i need you you guys need to you know, get with Paradox for with uh, Paradox, and get out there and let them know in your country. I'm not over there. I can't do that for you. I was here in the United States and I and I helped get it back. Okay, one of you's got to step up to the plate. I know there's a there's a couple Facebook pages out there. You got to step up to the plate and you got to start get talking to these people and saying, look, we want Adult Swim all week long. Once and you get that, no, go ahead. And, you know, look up these people's phone numbers and stuff. I mean, don't abuse them and stuff, but, you know, yeah. get, uh, write a letter, you know, not just Twitter, not just Facebook. Make sure you get it everywhere as much as possible. Right. And you just you just got to, if you want it, if you want more Adult Swim, you got to go out and make it happen. They have if fax machines. Want... <laughs> yes, they do. Let's go really old-fashioned. too. They have email. They they probably have mail. So, do it. If you want it to happen, you just do it. Don't don't sit there and complain about it. Just do it. Here's the, the thing, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. I so did not mean to interrupt you, but um, That's I fine. feel like I feel like in the UK and the Canada and all these other places, you guys are gonna have to be bigger than we were. Oh yeah. And that's gonna be that's gonna be like, my well, opinion impossible. But I I would love I to be think, proven wrong. I think I think Canada has to prove more than any other country because they just got Cartoon Network and Adult Swim for the first time. 
I so. can see it happening for them. If yeah, they I, I focus. can too. I, oh yeah, I could definitely see it happening for them, but they have to. They have to literally they have focus right now. Yes, you have to focus. One of you has to step up to the plate. Come to me at Tsunami News and say, "Look, I'm down for the cause. What do we need to do?" Grab I will Fable. direct you. I will direct you. <laughs> what you say? Grab Fable ninety one. <laughs> yeah, use Fumble. She'll do. She'll. She'll. Yes, Fumble will help you guys. Yeah, Fumble. I don't Twitter think Fumble does anything else. I think that's her job. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna hurt you. Oh my God, you're dead. Why am I hey. dead? I think it's true. <laughs> well, her job. I don't think her job is tsunami, but I mean, she does. She does a great job of. She rallying. does an amazing job, and I don't. I don't see her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't see her sleep either. Now she, Fumble, you need to get a computer. Please, just get a computer, please, so we can bring you on the podcast. I can't tell you how many people have asked me. When's Femble going to be on? <laughs> Never, uh, apparently. <laughs> oh, my God. She doesn't the, have a computer, guys. Okay, uh, I can't bring wait, her on wait, until she gets a computer. So start tweeting her. Uh, didn't, didn't Get a Paul, computer. <laughs> Paul, didn't, didn't we uh, try to do a Tanami Faithful fun for <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we did. That was hilarious. Okay, you need to explain this to me. Okay, uh, basically, like, Femble was talking about, I, I think. It was about the forms, I think. Yeah, yeah. Something came up where we found out that Fimble didn't have a computer and I was like, okay, so we need to do a hashtag called um, donate to Fimble or something like that. And all of a sudden people started tweeting that she got annoyed with me. <laughs> and then she was about to go out and buy a computer. She was literally about to go out to buy a computer and then she bought a DVD. I'm like, really? Fimble. I'm like, Fimble, why? <laughs> I'm like, why? Well, I wanted the DVD. No, no. Put down the anime and buy the computer so we can actually talk to you. Because <laughs> I could use your help in making things happen. So Now Fimble, she's going to kick your ass. Nah, yes, I know. <laughs> I love you, Femble, but don't, don't kick my ass. <laughs> but anyways. You're going to um, get flooded by tweets. Yes, I am going to get flooded by No, you're going to get flooded by tweets. What? Shut up. You started this hating already. I'm not hating. I'm just like, I don't even want to hear this shit out of your mouth. You started this. I did not start shit, sir. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. The <laughs> words f***ing you come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We got so far at the time. But I, I, don't think any, I don't think any of this is arable. So, anyways, Tsunami. Yes. Uh, that's not an awkward cut. Um <laughs> <laughs> Tsunami. People are gonna be like, what what just happened? Don't Anyways. Shut um, up. So if you guys so just to finalize this event, all you guys out in the other countries, if you want it, push for it. You need to push hard. Otherwise you're not gonna get it. Period. Oh god, I just I got a terrible thought. What? Uh oh. For um for next week, uh yes. to show Adult Swim that we're listening, uh to every episode of Ghost in the Shell. We should tweet Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> that would actually just work. Ghost in the Shell. That might work too. And I love that show, but that's hilarious. Oh god, that actually might work. So tweet Ghost in the Shell, but also tweet yes. Ghost in the Shell. Guys, I command it. Oh, dude, if it tweet, if if it actually trends, I will like go up to Jason and Mark and be like, "We got Ghost in the Shell to trend. You need to come on our show." So that's the news for this week. But guys, when we come back. We're going to go to a short break here, but when we come back, and we're going to give you a hint in a, in a minute here. We're just going to – we're not going to tell you. He's going to tell you who he is. Oh, yeah. He's going to tell you who he is, but listen to the hint. You may you may know who it is. We so, need, 
but before we need we go on the uh on to the next segment uh which you're all gonna love it's it's a great segment um we've already recorded it and beauty of editing we get to put it later um we need to huge 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 thanks to daniel for getting us this guest we had no intentions of going out and getting this guest we were know that we could get this guest we didn't know we were we were not even privy and daniel just comes up and he sends me a little tweet he's like hey i got this guy and i'm like how (laughs) and and i'm like i'm like wait wait what's going on huh and i get an email from jose this is who it is and i'm like how did this happen (laughs) so magic magic genius that's how it happened (laughs) yes you are a genius sir thank you so much uh so guys Stay on the podcast. Trust me. You will like who's about to be on this show. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Kyle Abear, the voice of the narrator from Dragon Ball Z. Toonami Faithful is going Super Saiyan. Hey everyone, we're back with today's topic. It's a big one, but luckily we have a special guest and a professional, really, uh, from the industry to let you know how how this really all works. And uh, we're talking about live streams, but it's going to veer into piracy pretty much. And uh, our special guest, would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Yes, please do. Well, all right then. My name is uh, Kyle Bear. I'm a Los Angeles-based voice actor. Started in Texas with Funimation on Dragon Ball Z, and through the years, I've worked on uh, Naruto, Bleach, Gurren Lagann. I'm on video games like Street Fighter, Marvel vs. Capcom. I've got uh, some some good juicy roles in the upcoming Guild Wars 2. I was on uh, the Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon recently as Super Scroll, and um, here we are. Here we are. Thank you so much for joining us. This was very short notice. Uh, we, we, Daniel actually contacted you on Thursday, I believe. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. But see, I'm, I'm locked in with my iPhone. It's like a part of me. So I get the, you know, whatever it is, Twitter feedback, uh, Facebook, email. It all comes to me instantly, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, I try to respond to everyone as quick as I can. So. Yeah, when when, when Daniel actually told us that you were going to be on the show, I was like, this is perfect because you are very vocal on this. I mean, I remember way back in, in January when, unfortunately, Bandai stopped distributing DVDs. You you were on YouTube. You were on Twitter talking about, you know, how this affected the industry. And, and I, I, I agree. This does affect the industry a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And we need we're, we're specifically going to talk about live streams and how they affect Toonami. But, you know, this does have to do with the broader uh topic of piracy but uh we'll, we'll try to keep it focused um to start what what for the people who don't know what live streams are they're they're uh basically recordings or rather live streams if you will um of toonami going off on the internet and uh people are watching them instead of watching actual toonami now here's the problem that those don't actually count for the ratings for the real toonami uh those those are not counted at all uh they are they are, in fact, illegal broadcasts, and uh, a lot of people, I know a lot of people like to watch overseas, like in the UK and Canada and Australia and other countries. They like to watch Toonami, and this is the only way for them to do it, but it's still breaking international copyright law by doing that. So mm-hmm. 
it, it's a it's a touchy topic, and because uh, you know I do want fans to watch anime, but I also want them to do it legally. And uh, unfortunately, it's not available to all of you. It doesn't mean you can do it. And right. al- and and also we need to talk about how uh, a lot of a lot of our viewers or listeners to the podcast have asked us, are we going to do a live stream ourselves? And we've declined many times not to do it. And uh, we'd like to explain why. Paul. All right. Well. Basically, we um, there are a couple of live streams out there. Um, one happens to be off the top of my head, and I'm not going to talk about anything tsunami aftermath or you know neo tsunami anything like that. I'm not when I'm talking about these, I'm not talking about them. Um, but right now, there seems to be two live streams out there. One is streaming tsunami live over the internet somehow. Um, I personally have not seen it. I don't know if you've seen it, Jose, or you, Daniel. Have you seen it? seen it probably several times i've never seen it i i watched tsunami no point yeah. right i i don't I, i've never seen it myself i've never seen any of the fans like pop it up and send me a link or anything but um like you said that's illegal i mean yeah i mean it's it's great for those people overseas that really want tsunami back but you know at the same time it's not supposed to be there and we, and and we can't support it because well, we, we really can't support it because it's it's against the law. And, and, I, and really, and, no, go ahead. And, and for more specific reason, because a lot of fans have asked us why we don't do one ourselves or, or whatever, or, or link with another one, um, it's because, well, that's not our site. We, we provide content to you guys, but we, we try to maintain a legitimate image. Um, and, you know, we, we just, you know, we can't associate with that type of thing. We, right. we we try to link to Adult Swim Gold, which is legal. They 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 don't broadcast, but they put up episodes of Dead Man Wonderland and Cash and Sins for you guys to watch. All you got to do is log in with your cable, uh, if it's available to you. Yep. Right. And and more specifically, the the other one I was that I wanted to indicate was there's another live stream out there that um it isn't a live tsunami. What it is is it's old tsunami shows, uh, spliced together with old tsunami promos. And, you know, as much as I, as much as I love it and I love watching that kind of thing and seeing those shows from back in the day, that also is illegal. And that's the one that we've really, you know, Jose, we've really been asked about a lot is if we can do that one. And, you know, as much as I would love to support people and their creativity and don't, don't get me wrong. I, I like that you guys are going out there, you're doing that kind of stuff and you guys are putting something awesome together. It's still illegal. And we can't, if you want us to have a website and to support tsunami and, and basically try to keep you guys, well, try to keep tsunami on the air, so to speak, you know, we can't be associated with something like that. We don't want to have like, you know, if we get money to run the site and run the podcast and run every project that we have. If we have a live stream and all of a sudden somebody decides to sue us, bye bye money, bye bye website, bye bye podcast. And uh, yep. you know, unfortunately, this also does hurt those of us in the industry as well. I mean, Kyle, I'm sure there have been company companies like Bandai Entertainment, big one right there. They got affected dearly with, with through piracy. Um, what's, what's your take yeah. on it? <clears throat> yeah. You know, you, you've got this segment of the, the, the anime fans, um, 
I, I don't know the percentage. I don't have hard numbers, but I would say obviously there's a segment of fans that I think feel entitled to just, oh, it's on the internet. I have a right to it because it's out there and I'm going to get it no matter what because, you know, they say, oh, I don't have money. And yet the irony is, yeah, they have this, you know, fancy laptop, desktop, HDTV, you know, an iPhone, an iPad, a PS3, and yet they're whining that they don't have any money. It's like, oh, I can't buy anime. It costs too much. <laughs> and yet, you know, or they'll pay for premium subscriptions to websites where all the money goes to the website to pay for bandwidth, and none of that money goes to the original content creators. And yeah, that's a, a slippery slope. Now, the upside is, yeah, the fans are spreading the word when they're doing things like this or, or torrent. It's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting the the message out there to maybe people who hadn't tried it before and then they and then you have the 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 industry side of it going wait a minute we got to we got to restructure things you know the way digital distribution works and uh we see that the DVD model is failing because of the internet and everyone is right. wanting it on demand and they want it when they want it and you know i i have no idea if DVRs uh, count towards ratings or not. I, I actually did not know about the live stream feed happening with someone just yanking a satellite signal and just pumping it online for free like that. I had no idea that was going on. Oh, yeah. Um, it's for, definitely going for on. For the record, to answer your DVR question, the DVR ratings do count. They do count in the Nielsen ratings, uh, okay. believe it or not. Good. <laughs> Good, because that's trackable. I always, I always was wondering, like the Nielsen rating, the old method where they would send diaries to X number of families in certain cities, and then those people would fill out the diaries, and the results would count towards X number of population, and that's how they, they you know, I don't know if marketing people could actually explain this to where it made sense, but it never made sense to me it, how yeah, it's you a know, very handful weird of people's system. diaries would do that. But, you know, hard numbers, you know, you can track IP addresses, you can track DVR information going in and out. So that makes sense. Um, yeah. The way the way the, the DVR thing works with Nielsen's is because um, they, they send out boxes now themselves. Um, if, you, if you have a Nielsen box or you have a Nielsen diary or, or you're constantly getting one of those phone surveys uh, and you, you answer all those questions, that's great. Uh, but the, the way DVR counts is that if you record a show and you watch it within three days of that recording, it still counts towards Nielsen ratings. So, uh, and the weird thing is that Nielsen doesn't, I don't think, does a great job of making that public. Um, so a lot of people think that DVR ratings don't count. If you record the show, it counts, guys. So make sure you at least record the show if you can't watch it. Right. I always record Toonami when, you know, I know I'm going to miss Saturday nights. I missed like two weeks i think of, of saturdays this whole run and but i've recorded it and i've been able to keep up and it still counts towards the ratings and i'll forgive you for that <laughs> thank you and i'll forgive you for that <laughs> yeah but seriously the, the way that the dvrs work and all that you know the rating system does need to take all this into account because people broadcast when they broadcast and in the old days before even vcrs people just had to gather around their tvs or radios back then and just catch the program when it was scheduled to be, and then now that we have recordable media, and now that it's become faster and easier and high def and this, that, and the other, uh, the companies and the corporations really got to think about this 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 business model, and and it needs to evolve because the way we've consumed media has in, has evolved and will continue to. We're in this strange gray area. We see kind of where it's going, 
But, uh, you know, you, you got pundits in, in all the major corporations going, oh, we're not sure if we can monetize online. It's yeah. like, uh, sure you can, guys. Yeah, um, it's, it's really weird. Everything's online. We have we have websites like Crunchyroll and and Hulu and and Netflix that bring anime almost at, like basically almost same day as it airs in Japan, and I still see fans torting stuff and it's just like it's almost inexcusable. Right? Yeah, fans will come up with any excuse like, oh, I don't I don't agree with the original the original or the official subtitles. They're not accurate enough, so that's why I fan sub it or whatever. Like, there's always going to be something. If we put a whole season out. On one DVD and make it for twenty four ninety nine. There'll be some excuse then about that as well. You know? Yeah, so. whichever is easier for them to grab it is the way out for anybody. Or cheapest. Yes, which is right. free sometimes, and it's just like, well, you know, Gurren Lagann. The whole thing is up on YouTube by Manga Entertainment. They put it up themselves for free, mm-hmm. um, and it's a legal thing, and you know, and supported by ads. And that's great. I love that. You can go watch the whole, literally go watch the whole series on Manga Entertainment's account. And yeah. people will still go fan sub it. And I'm just like, why? Why? It's there. <laughs> it's there for free. You literally do not have to pay. All you and gotta then, do is watch. Yeah. And then when studios close down or anime series just end abruptly or have really crappy endings, and then they go, why did this happen? And they just act all, oh, shock and awe. I can't believe it. It's like, guys, you know, if there's money not going back into the system, it's not going to sustain itself. Anime is a wonderful art form, but at the end of the day, it is a business. And businesses need money to survive. And if you love an artist art form, su- support them. Don't expect hand-me-outs. You go to a restaurant, you want food, you got to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I think, and, and actually, Cash and Sins is, um, actually, I think the whole thing is on YouTube. I, I know there's definitely a couple episodes that it, are definitely. It's on Netflix. It's everywhere. It's, it's a it's right. pretty old series now. It's, it's pretty much available everywhere. Um, and people, people have, like, fan subs of it. And I'm just like, why? It's airing on Toonami. You've just got to pay your cable bill. And it's right. there. Yep. Yeah, pay your cable bill. Or the cable people also have to come to terms with the Internet. It's not going away. It's kind of a, a funny thing going on now where certain cable providers will cap your bandwidth. And uh, you know, if you're doing, like, subscriptions to HBO Go or, or, or whatever, and it's like, well, okay, I'm just going to stream all my shows that way and just, and just cut the cable. And then they're trying to find a way to screw the customers <laughs> and keep them... I don't know. It's just yeah. It's it's a big mess. I mean, the studios the studios are like kind of trying to screw you over as well. I'm not I'm not saying that they don't try because you know they they want to bleed their consumers dry in every single penny. I mean, we've been selling you know Wizard of Oz for the past fifty years, and you know that's movie that movie's pure profit for Warner Brothers. Right. Yeah. I was actually earlier today. I was watching Kevin Smith talk about. Uh, they interviewed him at Comic-Con, and he's talking about where, kind of where media is going. And he says, you know, you see this clear delineation. It's starting to blur. You know, network television, radio broadcast. Oh, is it online? Is it a web series? And then, but if it has high production value, it looks like a network broadcast. And it's like his goal with his network stuff at Smodcast.com is always to just kind of blur the line. If everyone's going to be at home the voice on of, a computer, right? I am, I am. Uh, Plug. <laughs> I'm the voice of Smodcast.com. Um, <laughs> Smodco Internet Radio. Uh, yeah, I do all that. So, uh, but yeah, he he's like on this 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 big mission to just kind of continue to be a content generator online. It's like, well, why why send people use your message online to send people to go see a movie in theaters 
you know, if you're, you know, not a big major corporation, you can be a, a content generator at home. It's like, well, send them to a YouTube, send them to their to your RSS feeds, and you already have them. Your captive audience is already there. Why send them anywhere else? You know, speaking of Kevin Smith, um, I love. You know, he's one of the my favorite filmmakers. It's kind of the reason I'm in I'm in the media industry. Um, what I love with what he's doing with Smodcast is he's offering people a, a lot of choice. Like you can have the 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 free version where you get like two or three ads at the beginning of the podcast, and then or you can be the premium. You can do the premium style and get no ads throughout the entire podcast and just watch it. And I think that's great that we offer that we're that a lot of these companies are starting to offer as well like premium services for for paying customers and but you're still getting stuff if you don't want to pay and what gets right. me is you know it's free at this point like you literally have no right to complain but you know people are like oh there's ads i'm gonna go watch a fan sub <laughs> yeah no i mean if people just understand that advertising whether you love it hate it or not that that's what sustains things advertising on podcasts advertising on on streams advertising on network television on radio yeah we all hate it but that's i mean if companies are throwing millions of dollars to get their product heard and mentioned then that's what keeps it going I mean, because you know we're yeah we're paying a cable bill or whatnot but that's money going to the cable company not to the networks necessarily or or not enough to sustain itself so here we are. Yeah, the only one, the only one that, uh, off the top of my head, I'm, I know there's others, but off the top of my head, the only one that actually subs- that only sub- survives because of subscribers is HBO. There is no free version of HBO. They don't have any advertisers on their channel because their subscribers pay for everything that goes on that channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, not every comp, not every company can be HBO. Um, you know, not everybody can can do what they do, where they can build up a subscriber base to to do a Game of Thrones. We need advertisers to make you know just a Walking Dead or you know, uh, Panty and Stocking or, or whatever show you want to you want to think of, and build stuff up from the ground uh, with like Indiegogo and Kickstarter. That's an interesting thing. You know, crowdsourcing, you know, your budget for whatever project it is. I think that's a really interesting thing. That's a cool idea, and it does work for a lot of. A lot of projects and, you know, not everything because there's a lot of noise out there. Everyone's all trying to say, hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And, you know, those with a bigger following get their projects funded a lot faster. But I, I love the idea and the concept of that. And I wonder if, you know, more more content will be generated that way. Like if you see a version of Toonami a few years from now, it's like, OK, well, what shows do you want to see? Well, you're going to help us pay for it. You know, pledge this and we're going to give you these incentives. Actually, yeah, I don't think that would work. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that because actually, I've seen people on Twitter ask Jason DeMarco, "How can I donate to Tanami?" And it's cool. And I, I think it's a cool idea. But uh, or, or how can I support Tanami? And and um, it's always Other it's always too. a weird it's always a weird question. I I always see though because I'm just like the best way to support Tanami is to watch Tanami and go buy those shows on DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> that was that was a really noticeable thing. On that April Fool's Day, when everyone goes, "Oh my God, Tsunami's back!" and you'd see, you know, see Bloom voicing Tom saying, "You can buy this on DVD right now," and you know, it's like, "Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Everything they showed is on DVD from like Funimation or whatnot." And you know, actually, yeah. I actually wish they would do that on this Tsunami. They haven't done it once, which is a shame. I think they should advertise like, "Hey, Cash and Sins is on Blu-ray right now." 
Right. Um, yeah. Ghost of the They may have done like a, a few mentions for free or for cheap for that one night. Who knows? I mean, because everything's got to, you got to negotiate broadcast rights, blah, blah, right. blah, and all this legalese and everything. So it's probably not as, as cut and dry as we wish it were. It's like, right. yeah. of course. Yeah, I think I think Jason said that uh, they um, they actually had to play like whatever licensing fee for a day was just to play whatever shows that they had on for April Fool's, so that way they could actually play them. Right. Yes. So right, you, you can't just broadcast anything willy nilly. Nope. No. No. <laughs> no, no. Streaming rights is a completely set, different set, a different contract. Yeah. Well, um, and actually, as of late, as of late, it's uh, seeming to be the same contract now. They finally started bundling them with the physical stuff um, because the, the money's in in uh, streaming as well. It should be. I mean, people with their cell phones and their tablets now, not just laptops, but I mean, just people want stuff on the go, and you know, you gotta you gotta answer the call, and that's where the money is. Absolutely. But right. bringing this back to Tsunami real quick. I think what we're all trying to say is, you know, a lot of people want to support Tanami, and that's great. The way to do that is to watch it. You can't, you can't do it any other way. Uh, there well, is no, there is unfortunately no way to donate to Cartoon Network. You know, there's no way to, other than buying the DVDs, really give anybody money directly. Um, well, that that kind of gets into the 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 three things that I was saying on Twitter last night. There's there's only really three ways that you guys out there can. Support Toonami, and I don't mean monetarily either. You need to either watch it, you need to, if you're watching it, you also need to tweet it, but you also need to tweet Toonami when it's on, and you also have to record it. Okay? Do one of those three things or do, you know, all of them. Doesn't matter. It's actually amazing that networks actually do pay attention to tweets. I mean, we, we do pay attention to them, guys. Oh yeah, definitely. Comedy Central. And, we we said it on one of the prior podcasts, but Comedy Central puts a hashtag underneath their logo during right. shows, so you can tweet it. And you know what, Kyle? I, I kind of liked your idea about um, having people actually. Okay, Toonami comes to us and says, "Okay, guys, we're we're going to give you these shows, but in order to do that, you have to pay. You have to give us money or something like that." I kind of well, like I, that idea. And give them some sort of incentive. It's like, oh, you guys want to stare panty and stocking? Okay, here's what we need to make it happen. Right, right. And I, and I also, and, and I think that that's kind of where we are going. I, I think that's what we're going to have, what these networks are going to actually have to do because look at what's going on with DirecTV and Viacom right now. I don't think they, they got back together yet, did they? Where they're no. letting them? No. Okay. No. Same with so, uh, Nick right now on their DirecTV too. Nick is a mm. part of Viacom. Yeah, right. Yeah, I would be. I would be flipping tables if uh, my provider, AT and T Uverse, if they said oh, no more AMC. Like what? Excuse me. <laughs> this is the only show I will watch live. <laughs> oh, I need my Walking oh, Dead. Got to have my zombies. Exactly, but, uh, sir. Yeah. 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 I, I don't <laughs> yep. get that. It's all. It's all a money thing. It's every every little. Issue is always about money. Yes, it is. And we're, we're trying not to come off like we're attacking you guys. We really aren't. Uh, but y- I, f- I feel like s- some anime fans, anime fans are the smartest fans I know. I swear, because y'all can figure out technology quick. Like you can oh, program yeah. stuff. You can do fan subs. You can do stuff on on professional levels. Sometimes I, I've seen some stuff where I'm just like, you guys are on my level, and <laughs> I'm I'm just like, um, how how do you not know the law though? 
you know the, what you're doing is still wrong and then you question like Funimation I always see a, a Funimation panel where someone goes how can I donate to you guys directly and they're just like buy a DVD <laughs> yeah it, something as simple as go on the last day of a con and buy something on clearance even a $5 DVD you know, right. that money that money is going right back into the system as long as you're you know buying legit merchandise and not bootlegs you know how do how do you know if it's bootleg well look at the cover art and if it's missing like the studio name and if it says chinese and english subtitles that's probably a big hint that it's uh, not legit yep right if it's an hd dvd you've probably gotten ripped off right probably yeah i got this on betamax man <laughs> sure Dude, my laser... Oh, God. Well, I shouldn't say laser disc. If it's like a laser disc, a penny of stocking, no. But if it's Ghost in the <laughs> Shell, maybe. Because I have, I have a couple laser discs of Ghost in the Shell. Wow. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. Um, boy, I, I, we, we've been trying to educate, especially other voice actors like Greg Ayers, who for years have been doing like the bootlegging fan sub-industry panels, trying to educate fans as to like, why this is a bad thing. We know you guys want to see the shows as soon as it airs in, in Japan, but... You know, and if it's and not everything is going to get licensed because it's too too much of a niche thing. You know, um, they're not going to make their money back. It doesn't make financial sense to license something and then print a bunch of DVDs that no one's going to buy because everyone's watched the fan subs already. Right. It's like this circular weird thing going on. And I, I I I've applauded Greg and anyone out there, and and I just throw up my arms and go, why does this happen? Whenever people throw the arguments back in our face, going, you're just saying that because you're an actor and you don't want to lose work. But like That's guys, <laughs> we get paid next to nothing to do the hardest kind of voice work there is, which is dubbing. You know, anyone who's done this and gone to a workshop at a con or or, or actually done this on a professional level knows how difficult it is. And um, if that work a hundred percent went away. I'd personally be very sad, um, but you know, I honestly make much more money working in video games or, or cartoons, and that's that's just the fact of it. Um, but I'm trying to say, us as a community of fans, if we love something and we make it survive, unfortunately, we have the power to pull the plug on that, whether we want to want to or not, by our actions, and we need to be cognizant of that and aware. That that uh, the decisions we make can have a profound effect, whether you want it to or not. If you're telling all your friends, oh, I'm a, you're loading up your hard drive, you have a terabyte of shows. It's like I call myself a fan. I love these shows. It's like, no, you're, a fan is someone who supports that artist and that creator with their official purchase of their merchandise. They go see their favorite band in concert. Concerts don't make. I mean, bands don't make money selling albums anymore. They have to sell merch. They have to come do a show to survive. This now. is why tickets cost a lot of money now. Yep. Yeah. So that's a good reason right there too. I mean, we just we just need to, you know. I I think it, it's just it's mind boggling to me how how many fans are so ignorant of, you know, that this does hurt, you know, and 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 I hate when people say, "Oh, you're just doing this for the money." Yeah, you're right. We are doing this for the money. We'd like to live. <laughs> like that's, right. that, that's you know, some kind you, of insult. You want to see your show on TV, and we get it on TV, and then you bitch and moan about it because oh, they censored this and that and the other. You know, uh, you got to take the good with the bad. When right. so, when a show is broadcast on TV, I've always had the mentality that it's a huge commercial to go buy the original material on DVD or Blu-ray 
or or the official download on iTunes or watch it on Netflix as long as it's something legit so that the money goes back to pay for the creation of that content in the first place. Right. And right. and it's so it like even you know even back then when we had VHS fan subs I felt there was a a bit of an honor code to it. The the code was if there's if the show gets licensed we stop fan subbing. You know, we've we've done our job. There was no, I think, and I think there was a legitimate argument back then to do fan subs because mm-hmm. it was so niche and it was so new. Now, you know, with Crunchyroll, with Hulu, we're getting shows literally the same day it comes out in Japan. I just, I don't see an excuse for it anymore. I feel like you are, you are just coming up with stuff to not pay for content, and you're just and being this is, a baby this about is, it. This is the greatest time to be a fan, especially. I was going to say before, just to be in the United States, the U.S. fans in North America have always had the biggest advantage over the U.K., over Australia. It takes forever for officially licensed shows to come out there. They'll come out here first, and they'll have more episodes than they ever did in Japan on DVD. you got one or two at most per disc and an average of about 50, 60 bucks a pop. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. I, I know those Japan prices, which is why we, we didn't get panty and stocking Blu-rays, but that's another topic. <laughs> That's another topic another for another topic. time. Yeah, yep. but if if, if Panty and Stock flies off the shelves, then maybe they'll consider a Blu-ray because that they, that takes a lot of money to make HD masters and blah 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 blah. And you're making a you know obviously there's overhead because actually there's the biggest the biggest reason, which is I, I think it's a it's a terrible reason why we don't have Panty and Stock in Blu-rays. It's because um Kodocha, I think no Katakawa, uh, the distributor in Japan, the 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 content right owners. They're re- they're afraid of reverse importing. Uh, people will actually reverse like people in Japan will reverse import our shows to their country because we do it cheaper. See, we we have it so good that the Japanese are importing our Blu-rays, and yet <laughs> our, our American people will not buy our Blu-rays. Like it doesn't uh, it doesn't not compute. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> compute. Wow. I, mean, I I just I never understood the region coding thing. It's like release everything on the same day. Why why would you stagger releases? You know, you're like, oh, I wonder why this is pirated. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder why the uh, you know a movie studios. You why did you release the Avengers in Australia two weeks before you did in America? And wonder why? Oh, why is there pirated DVDs around here? Hmm. Well, there's no there's actually no uh, Avengers in Japan yet. They don't get it until next month. Yep. Well, I'm sure there's plenty of torrents though. Yeah, wait, wait, boy. wait! Though doesn't that doesn't that change now that AMC was bought out by China? I think it was a Chinese company that bought it out. Well, Chinese bought AMC, the theater chain, not right? The, not the, not channel, the distributor. Yeah. The, the distributor still does. Oh no, 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 no! I was talking about because they they bought them. I thought just for the purpose so that they could get like movies faster into China it's, that are American. It's not really up to them. It's up to the distributor. Hmm. Yeah. That's okay. an interesting motive, though. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. I don't know if it would work, but, you know, whatever it takes, right? It's like, I don't know. Come on. It happens every so every once in a while. There's a global release day, and everything comes out, and it's wonderful. Everyone gets everything at the same time. I don't I know why to, that's not standard. I, I wish that was standard. I mean, it's going to be standard thanks to the Internet, I'm sure, but doing that physically, oh, that's hard. That, yes, it is. That's a, that's a lot of red tape and, I, and a lot of money to, to do it. Um, and if it's especially niche, it's really hard to do. But with the internet, now that we have this, I mean, we're already seeing the effects of this just from Crunchyroll, from Hulu. Like, we are getting shows same day. We are getting movies same day. And I yeah. think that will be the future. It's just going to take a little while, and uh, 
a lot of um, finagling. And fans, you, you know, sometimes uh, DVD releases, for example, the original Orange Bricks of Dragon Ball Z, not a big fan of those. I didn't like the widescreen transfers. I didn't like those. I didn't buy those. I didn't pirate the original 4x3 versions. I just didn't buy them. I wrote a f- letter to Funimation and, you know, expressed my displeasure. That's what you should do. If you don't like a product from a company, write them a letter. They're way more responsive than you think because a couple of years later, we got the Dragon Boxes, and I'm all happy now. I have my show. I'm all happy. Dragon Boxes <laughs> rock. I love the Dragon Boxes. <laughs> totally. But, you, you know... It's it's stuff like that, like just write something as simple as writing a letter to the company. If you want panty and stocking Blu-rays, write a letter to Katakawa. Write a letter to Funimation. Just you know, and, and be nice. Don't be jerks about it. Just write these companies letters, and you know what? They'll get back to you, and they'll see what they can do. I'm serious. Like a lot of these companies are very very responsive. Funimation is all over Facebook, Twitter. They're, they want to talk to you guys. They want to hear yeah. from you. The ugly side of the internet is because of the anonymity, it's turned people into the biggest douche canoes ever. And I'm not saying everyone, but the vocal minority just thinks that, you know, I don't know why it's so difficult to just be nice, to be courteous, to be cordial, to be polite and ask for things and not be entitled and so judgmental and everything. And just, oh, I wonder why things aren't working in your favor, sir. You want to, you want to get up from that computer every five or six hours stretch and realize there's an there's an actual world outside and and sometimes it, it's really surprising but actually write them a letter like you know those m- things called mailboxes write them a letter they'll they'll get a kick out of it <laughs> we all have terrible handwriting yeah do a handwritten letter how's that for an exercise and like oh my god I, I you know everyone types on keyboards now no one actually writes anymore so we all like scribble like completely illegible could you imagine could you imagine the reaction from Katakawa or Funimation if they got a bunch of letters of like, hey, we want Penny and Stocking Blu-rays? Like, could you imagine like, dude, our mailbox is stuffed with letters? They would respond to that, I think, even quicker than than uh, you know an email because anybody can send an email. Like, I can well, send. If you, if you want to crowdsource Blu-rays, even if you got a Kickstarter, Indiegogo, whatever it takes, and everyone's basically paid for the production of Blu-rays, boom, there you go. Yep. And then everything but above and beyond that's pure profit. Exactly. Yep. I mean. There's so many ways to, to get in contact with these companies, and people just don't try. And, nope. and these companies try really hard to talk to you guys. I mean, Jason DeMarco is on Twitter all the time. He wants to talk to you guys. I mean, don't, don't abuse that ability. It is his Twitter account. No, please. Please don't abuse that. Please. But, you know, he wants to hear from you. He, he loves hearing feedback. And, you know, all these, all these folks who work at all these companies, we, we like to hear feedback from, from people. I mean, on this podcast, we'd love to hear feedback from you guys. Yes, please send us send us feedback on everything that we're doing, please. Twitter is a wonderful thing because it's the instant pulse of the entire globe. It's it's a wonderful thing. So that's why we got tsunami back. It is absolutely. It is. We had a lot of help from UK fans, so yeah, it's definitely a worldwide thing. Yeah. So. So the moral of the story is: don't be dicks, and you know, write a letter. They miss you. <laughs> and also, they miss you. <laughs> and also, also to bring it back to our topic, make sure that if you if you guys want Toonami to stay, don't watch a live stream of it. Um, actually, watch it on TV. If you can't watch it, record it. Yeah, we live in the age of DVR, guys. Those count for ratings, believe it or not. They do count. And you guys have DVD recorders out there. You have some people probably still have VCRs out there. I mean. Come on, just just at least you know, 
if you can't if you can't watch it recorded because by recording it on any device either whether it be like a dvd recorder or, or vcr or whatnot it's still being counted towards rec- being recorded uh, or i mean being watched so to be you know. to be to be perfectly clear dvr is technically the only one that's counted vcr is not sadly well i'm saying like really? mostly yes, i'm saying because true. i'm saying because like if even though if you're recording it, is watching the show yeah, that's what I'm recording. saying. I mean, it, it, tech, Nielsen doesn't count those. Um, even even though that I think it is trackable, I, I I don't know the technical about it, but I know they don't count it if it is trackable. Well, DVR is the only one they they track. Either way, you know, I people out there, you have to watch. You have to watch Tsunami if you want it to stay. You have to you, if you can't watch it that week, record it. That's the best thing that you can do, and then. You know, you'll get the tsunami that you eventually want. And yep. And if they're saying, "Oh, I don't like the current lineup," I mean, they still oh need the viewers God. to prove to the the bean counters that, "Hey, we we are onto something." You know, uh, you've seen the Twitterverse blow up about how much they wanted it back after you know how many years gone? Four. Four. Yeah. Well, who's counting, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's like the ratings can only go so high because it's so damn deep into the night, you know, but um, who knows? I mean, you guys have been doing a great job. I mean, Bleach gets a million. Dead My Wonderland gets usually like eight hundred to 900,000 people watching. And that's amazing for a Saturday night, you know, right. on, a, on a Cartoon Network, you know, when a UFC fight's going on. That's, that's incredible. Yes, yeah, so and of course, the, I guess the, the, the downside to having an earlier time slot is, yeah, it would probably be edited even more. True. It might get higher ratings, like Naruto was was doing great, but of course it had to be edited like crazy, and you know the fans hated that. And which is why we have DVDs, because you can watch those <laughs> uncut. That's okay. right. It's what I keep telling people. It's like you don't. Oh, I hate how they censor. It's like go buy the uncut DVD. Nine times out of ten, that show is available on DVD uncut. It's kind of funny. I remember a few years ago they put out Yu-Gi-Oh uncut, a couple volumes, and it. Tanked. Oh, I have those. No one, no one bought it except for you, apparently. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was the one guy who sent this money to f- four kids. That's right. <laughs> and now they have closed their doors, and oh, that is a shame. Like I, I know, I know, four kids is like the enemy of anime fans or whatever. Let ten p one piece happened like years ago, guys. Get over it. Um, <laughs> and you know, it, it's really sad to see so many people lose their jobs. I mean, I, I heard from Ancast. That so many voice actors in New York who did anime for for four kids or media blasters, they're having so much trouble finding work. It's it's a really tough industry, and we we're we're losing distributors. But you know, we lost two this year. We're, mm-hmm. We might lose a third with media blasters. It's it's yeah. a really tough industry to be in the anime industry. Yet I'm trying to get into it, so I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the East Coast is uh, not a great place for voice work for character-oriented stuff anyway. There may be an occasional game or maybe a, a small animated project, but really the hub is the West Coast for for that sort of stuff, and that's why I'm here. And the middle of the country if you want to do stuff for Funimation or Sentai. I would, never tell, I would never tell people to just pick up and move to a town to work for one company because as big as Funimation is, what if that person moved there, they auditioned and never got hired, and then they never got called back? Well, then what are you going to do? If you come to the West Coast, you've got this hub for acting training, workshops, classes, and all the work, and there's hundreds of 
companies, hundreds of different kinds of projects. Everyone's busy out there networking. Every waiter you could throw a, a, a spoon at is an actor who probably knows someone <laughs> and who has can a resume cast. as a business card. That's right. Oh, that's right. I miss LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's a competitive field, but you know, it's it's paid off for me slowly but surely. I, I love what I do. And I think with that, we're just going to go ahead and uh, end it here. Thank you, thank you, Kyle, for coming on the show. Uh, we really appreciate your input uh, a lot. Uh, I th- I hope everybody's learned something. Any any final thoughts before we uh, go ahead and take this off the air? I just think that uh, the fans, um, I know they have a deep-rooted love for, for anime, and we need to respect some very, very simple rules. We're, we're not asking you to, to bend over backwards and do something that's near impossible. It's very, very simple. You want Toonami to survive. You've got to watch it. You've got to DVR it, and you've got to click and watch those recordings within a few days, apparently, so it'll count. Um, we want we want to show Cartoon Network and the people above them that are financing all this stuff and, and agreeing to all the contracts that, yes, the fans care about this and we want it. It can be a moneymaker for them and everyone's happy and everyone gets their shows and everyone who's like curious about what's panning and stocking. Well, maybe it'll air on Adult Swim and I don't have to pay money for the DVD just yet. Maybe I'll watch it and go, hey, that's a good show. I think I'll pick it up uncut. Right. Um, yeah, I couldn't have said it any better, sir. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you. We, we do have one more question. Uh, what do you think of the current lineup of Toonami? <laughs> uh, what do I think? Well, I'm glad Bleach is still there, but honestly, it doesn't seem that much different. You know, other than the two new shows, you know, they were still, what, don't they sh- still show, like, Cowboy Bebop really late or something? I don't <laughs> Cowboy know. Cowboy Bebop is yes. still going on 10 years later. Still going on in full and metal. And every show. Ghost in the show. And I, yeah, and they show what's always made them money, and I I understand that, but you know, and maybe that's all they could do this, and this is just a starting point, and I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that they'll be able to to mix it up, maybe six months, maybe nine months from now, maybe they'll they'll be able to change the lineup and try a new show because maybe after Cashern and 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 Dead Man Wonderland are, are are after done with their initial run, maybe they'll look at the ratings and go, okay, maybe they did good, but maybe we could do better. Let's let's use the the money we've made from this, and now we can stick maybe uh, another classic show on, see how that does, or maybe another new show. You know. Yeah, I think I think Dead Man Wonderland has been the breakout hit of of Tsunami. It trends almost every week on mm-hmm. Twitter, and it's you know my favorite show on the lineup right now. <laughs> That is a cool. run. I just hope they actually do more episodes of those. I know. I would love to see a second season of that. You yeah. might. You just might. Nope. Not that we know anything. We have no idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes, yes. We always have to mention that because then fans jump all over us and go, Like, what do you hey, know? What do you know? What do you know about the new Dragon Ball Z movie? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Please stop. Okay. We, we just <laughs> announced it. Okay. Stop. All right. We stop. Know. It's Japanese. That's all I know. <laughs> Your fun fact about that movie Akira Toriyama, the creator of Dragon Ball Z, is uh, apparently working on the screenplay, which is everybody's saying he, it's the closest he's ever actually worked on the screenplay. So there you go. That's what we know. Yeah, that's wow. What know. That's what we know. <laughs> that's about it. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I would love to say that's Scoop, but I read that off Ancast. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, not Ancast. Uh, Anime News Network. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say. I just want to say before we uh, get off the topic. Uh, thank you, Kyle, for coming. I know it was all thank last you. minute, 
And, you know, I appreciate you coming on because, you know, you are one of the main people in this industry and your opinion is very much appreciated. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. And you're welcome on the show anytime if you'd like. Feel free to come back. Awesome. Thank you very much. Welcome. Welcome, sir. So how did, what did you think of that interview, Jose? Oh, dude, I have he, he's such a nice guy. Kyle, Kyle's a great guy. Um, Daniel, once again, thank you so much for getting us Kyle. Like, it was amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> no problem. Oh, my Absolutely. God. I, I, feel like, I feel like an episode of American Dad right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Crocodiles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're super thankful. Uh, we hope you all don't hate us. We, we send a lot of things about piracy that some of you might do, but we're doing it for the good of the industry, and we're, we don't we're hate you guys. The, and we're doing it for the good of the website, too, because, you know, you, what you have to understand is I do this for the love of Toonami. So does Jose. So does Daniel. We all, all three of us do this for the love of Toonami. And we just wanted to do the best it can. And right. And we want to we actually be able to keep this website up, because think about this, guys. We're advertising free for not only Adult Swim, but Toonami. Every time we put something up, free advertisement. Um, and with that, I think we're going to go ahead and end the show. Yes, uh, you might have noticed the, the new intro, by the way. We need to mention this. Uh, we do. Thank you to Kadesh Flow for sending me uh, the new the new uh, Toonami Faithful uh, song so we could use it on the show. Uh, this oh. will be the permanent intro from now on. But we're looking for an outro. I don't have one yet, and I would like to keep a permanent one so I don't have to pick one out every week. So... I propose a little contest. If you are musically talented, feel free to send your submissions to the podcast, and uh, I'll pick one. And if not, I'll just pick a random song, and you'll have to deal with it. Little hint. If you want the podcast early, subscribe. Subscribe. (laughs) Don't do that again, Daniel. (laughs) But anyways, um, so we're going to end it. Um, Make sure you watch Tsunami and record it and tweet. Yes. And thank you to Kyle again for coming on the show. Appreciate that. Thank you, Daniel, for coming on the show. Absolutely. But for the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, my name is Paul Pascrillo. I'm Jose Argumento. You can follow me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O. I'm on the forums as the same name. And you can also email me at that same name. Just add at TsunamiFaithful.com. And Daniel, if you want to plug yourself as well. Uh, you can follow me at Zero Gamer on twitter and you can uh, message me on the forums it's just zero where can they follow me at tsunami news and paul scrillo there we go now we can end it (laughs) all right adios it's the tsunami faithful podcast my name is paul peace out peace On the next Toonami Faithful Podcast, Kadesh Flow and YouTube haters. All right. Suckers. <laughs> Just put that in there. No, Boot we're there. not going to do that. That's f- stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, that's going at the end of the podcast. No, it's not. I'm not even recording anymore.